1: your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends, just the duo th- of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eat teams like Scrammy's top with cheese, it's Philadelphia, Bo- Zach And it cool then too. King when Zack lumps off with his Valley Key. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a brand. Get loose. It's time for some juice on some f- friends. The early bird gets the worm. prefers getting turned like a turn on some f- f- friends. Bullsh- <laughs> Zach coming at you with steps and things like. We are going to Birds rip out the hearts friends. of other podcasts. We are going to bite off friends. their eyeballs. We're going to start every segment watching the scene from The Last of the Mohicans where the guy takes a bite out of the other guy's heart. We may not be good, but we're going to be nasty. We're going to reflect the blue-collar nature of this city. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends at 2.15 in the morning, live from Lincoln Financial Field. (laughs) Zach Berman, Bo Wolf. we had this beautiful shot set up that was going to show you the lit-up Lincoln Financial Field, the brand-new Eagles wordmark in the background that delivered an important uh, turkey to one of us in super-store And then right as we were about to record, the lights in the stadium turned off. That tells you how much we are grinding, just like the Eagles, Zach. 24-7, to 7, a, a dominant performance from this Eagles team. And in the home opener in primetime, there were stars out. In South Philadelphia, you had Bryce Harper, you had James Harden, you had Bradley Cooper, you had Quinta Brunson, you had M. Night Shyamalan and Reese Hoskins, and everybody was here and it was a party. Jalen Hurts was fantastic, potentially, I would say arguably the best game of his career. I agree. Uh, the defense had perhaps their best performance under Jonathan Gannon, 24-7, to Darius Slay shuts down Justin Jefferson, intercepts Kirk Cousins twice. It was, I think, uh, a national introduction to the NFL that this Eagles team is a real potential Super Bowl contender. That's a good way to open
2: it. Let's get crazy. And you are correct because I think going into the year, there was always this quarterback qualifier on Eagles. Well, it depends how Hurts can do. Does Hurts progress? Does he do X, Y, Z? Through two games here, Hertz has answered the bell, and tonight was his signature performance. It was the best he's played in an Eagles uniform, and really, I I think this is going to be a memorable Jalen Hurts game. When we talk about some of the the great Monday night performances by quarterbacks in Eagles history, whether it's Michael Vick's game in Washington in 2010, whether it's Randall Cunningham. uh, somehow staying upright when Carl Banks was coming after him in 1988, even Carson Wentz in 2017, that game right in front of us against Washington, the the game Jalen had tonight, and in particular that first half will enter that same lexicon, if you will. Like it, it, this, this, this
1: was his signature performance to date. Jalen Hurts finishes 26 of 31 for 333 yards. One touchdown, one interception that went off Kenny Gainwell's hands. Yeah, so five incompletions. One of them is a drop by Gainwell. The other is a drop by Dallas Goddard. He was unbelievable in this game. Also adding 57 yards rushing, uh, including two touchdowns and a rumbling, stumbling 26-yarder in which he followed Dallas Goddard's block. That was really nice. And we talked about it during the week. This was going to be a test of the Eagles, not just in terms of uh, what, what we thought was a better team. It turns out maybe the, the Lions are about equal, but a different type of test. And in week one, Jalen Hurts, you know, faced uh, a ton of blitzes, a ton of man coverage and scrambled a lot, which he was which he needed to do. And it saved the offense. And as a passer, he had what through two weeks was the single lowest game. In terms of uh, air yards per attempt last week, in this game he hits Quez Watkins on that bomb downfield. It was the ninth deepest game uh, of air yards per attempt of any quarterback in a game this season. He saw more zone coverage. He had to he had to fit the ball into tighter windows. He had to read uh, progression reads throughout the game. He didn't scramble as much. Most of his running came on design runs. He played a different type of game and was maybe even more impressive. I think. Like if you are getting out over your skis on Jalen Hurts, it's hard not to be thinking that this guy. Like if he can play like this, they are they are for real. I mean it's two weeks,
2: but yeah, he was unbelievable. I, I think the term that Nick Sirianni used was complete control, and that's not something you often hear for a second year quarterback. And it's not something. Oh, yeah, no, he's a third year quarterback, second year starting, um, but he he had command of the offense. I I think for instance, that drive at the end of the second half, they started the five yard line.
1: It's a great point.
2: And, uh, you know, the pass that he had to Dallas Goddard there to set up the field goal. Pressure's coming. Hits Goddard. Like it's, it's exact. It's the type of play you are, you want to see from Jalen hurts. He had passes to Devontae Smith. And you know, when, when he found the soft spots in the zone, he knew where he was going. He was decisive. Um, honestly, I I don't want to go overboard, but it was the type of performance that you can go overboard because he answered so many questions that have existed about him.
1: I'm so glad you brought up that possession at the end of the first half, because I thought that that was so telling about the state of this team right now. Okay, so they're up, they're up 21 to three, they get the ball at their own, uh, let's see, at their own five yard line with 121 left and three timeouts. And if Patrick Mahomes gets the ball, you know, at the 5 yard line with 121 left and three timeouts, you're thinking we're going to score. If if Josh Allen gets the ball there, you're thinking we're going to score. The Eagles through two games are third in the league in EPA per EPA per drive. They're the only team in the league with two top 10 performances in EPA per drive. So if if you fancy yourself one of the best offenses in the league, Go get it. And what do they do? They do. They, they go try to go get it. Now, there was one timeout called by Kevin O'Connell, just like there was one called by Dan Campbell last week that you would think maybe incentivize the Eagles a little bit. But Jalen Hurts on that, on that drive is, is, is uh, picking up yards, not with his legs, but with, with like precision throws. That drive, let's see, uh, a nine-yard run to start. Then Gainwell picks up the first down. The Eagles call timeout. They take a deep shot to AJ Brown that goes incomplete. Then uh, a gain well run. That's when Minnie calls a timeout. So it's third and six at their 21 with 28 seconds left. And Hertz hits Devontae Smith for 16 yards. Dallas got it for 19 yards. Dallas got it for 24 yards. And you get uh, a, 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 like a bonus three points there at the end of the half. And it was like the, the touchdowns in the beginning of the game were very impressive, but those were like, you know, that's the, that's the designed yep. uh, stuff from, from Nick Sirianni. So you're giving credit we'll get to that for the design, yeah. but like in the, in the flow of the game to trust that this offense can do that, I think is I, I, really meaningful. You're absolutely right. And he, he completes his first 11
2: passage, right? You, you spoke about, um, so that first drive, we can get to that separately because that's, that's like you said, that's design. They're going up tempo. They're catching the Vikings off. Off on, you know, on the back of their heels. All right. After that first drive, the Vikings see what the Eagles are, are, are doing. Now what's your counter punch, right? Um, well, he just, he just kept rolling that way. And you, you mentioned at the top of the show, the incompletions that he had, when you can point out the specific incompletions, that's right. of a sign of, of a good night. The last time a quarterback had this type of completion percentage, he, he finished what 83.9%. Um, the, that, that hasn't been hit. Since Nick Foles at the end of the 2018 season was it? Yeah, 2000 the uh, okay um, that game in Washington. Remember okay. that? Yeah. Um, uh, you know some of the the benchmarks that he hit tonight. You go back the, the the Michael Vick Monday Night game, the last time someone had 300 yards passing and then two rushing touchdowns, right? Um, so that it's it's uh, the accolades stack up, but you in in talking about that drive at the end of the half, I think that showed the confidence they have in him in these impromptu situations. Right. And just the ability, you know, that's not something where he's, he's taking off and having long runs. He brought them in the field goal range with his arm and putting the ball in tight spots. Can't say enough about him.
1: I've never seen him like just anecdotally. I've never seen him play so well. Uh
2: Yeah. And, and the interesting thing, too, is after the game and, and it was it was purposeful on his part, but I like totally unimpressed with his
1: performance. Right. Like not yeah, they left some meat on the bone. Exactly. No points in the second half, even though yes. they moved the ball.
2: Yes. And uh, and he said his his message in the locker room afterwards was the same as it was uh, as it was last week. You know, he gave the Mike Tomlin. The standard is the standard and they still have to hit it. Um and, and so it was, it was purposeful by, uh, hurts almost like, yeah, I, I expected this and there's, and there's more to do. And frankly, he didn't have to say it because we all watched it. This was the best he's played in an Eagles uniform. I mean, I don't know, get excited. You know, this is, this yeah. is what it's all about. Right? I mean, every, I, I say it every year on, on, on this pod, every week's a season. Right. Um, In in Washington next, next week, before we get on 95, perhaps the conversation is different, but they have all the ingredients and we'll, we'll get to what I imagine the way the defense played tonight. Um, Like there's, there aren't that many holes on the team. And if you thought going into the year that the hole was the quarterback, then I get it's a long season, but you couldn't have asked for more than what you've seen through two weeks
1: stopping myself from making a whole joke.
2: A whole, Yeah.
1: How you doing? How you
2: feeling? Uh energized, excited for this pod. Um yeah. I mean it's it's 220. You don't like
1: when it's you don't like when it's a late night pod and I and I uh try to no go I off don't yeah, yeah I try to be all business. How was your weekend? Uh
2: it was it was it was nice. It okay. was nice. How was your Monday? Uh I mean, this was the highlight. I was yeah, just counting down. I was, I was, I was counting down. I was up early. I wanted, you know, EJ Smith at the Enquirer wrote a good story, and I wanted to text him, but I didn't want to wake it's him fu- up. It's funny because
1: uh, he, I was asking him about that story, and he said uh, Zach texted me this morning, and I said, "Oh, it's it must be up." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to find. I had
2: to like like wait for the right time. Yeah, I mean, it's how I I think ESPN once had a, had a promotion. You know, just just waiting for Who's Monday now. OK, yeah, just just we're just waiting for Monday. And uh, that's kind of what my my day was like. I look at the clock. It's, it's only 11 a.m. It's only noon. It's only one. It's only two. Why can't you know? So, uh, yeah, happy to be here tonight.
1: I enjoyed it. I'd say the, the highlight of this game. Uh, I didn't see it when it happened, but uh, heard that there was a birds with friends T-shirt. Somebody wearing a birds with friends T-shirt on the Jumbotron. That's 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 great, good
2: branding. Yeah, let's come call. with your Birds of Friends shirts and and and. I think and we should make that a promotion. Jumbotron. If
1: you can get on the jumbotron wearing a, a Birds of Friends shirt, you get you get something. Yes. Like Zach's turkeys, I don't
2: know. Yeah, there aren't that many to to give. We'll, so. we'll get to
1: that. Yeah. Um, okay, I, I mean, maybe I'm getting, maybe I'm getting, uh, you know, this is this is recency bias, but uh, but you know, I submitted the the power rankings. After the game, where do you think I had the Eagles? Four.
2: I had them at three. Okay. Well, there's there's what, three undefeated teams or four undefeated teams?
1: No, there's at least four. Okay. Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, Giants, Dolphins. Okay. There might be one more.
2: There we go. I'm pulling this up here. Yeah, Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs. I was thinking of the NFC. Um, Eagles, Giants, Bucks. Yeah, so six. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So of, 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 those teams, I mean, maybe the bucks you, you put, yeah, that mix. was the one
1: that I, that I got a little ahead of myself and put them ahead of the bucks, yeah. but the bucks are injured, you know? Yeah. Uh, the quarterback's uh, going through personal acrimony. So you want Chiefs, Bills, Eagles? I did. Okay. Eagles got an easy schedule. They got a path to the one seed. Let's get crazy.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't go that far yet,
1: but I mean, they do, they have, they have a path.
2: Well, yes, they have a path. Every team has a path. Well, yeah, but uh,
1: yeah, I, look, they they're the second easiest schedule in the league. This is the prophecy that then is foretold.
2: I, I mean, I would just say, enjoy the ride. Like, don't pick up your head at week two and say they can do it. Right? That's that's a little premature. But that's part think. of the ride. Yeah, but I think that you know
1: there was so so for me. We're not the that we're you know our listeners. Yeah. There are some listeners in the locker room, I'm sure, but. I think for the most part, they don't have to yeah. be worried about, you know, keeping the main thing, the main thing in 2017
2: for me, it was the Thursday night game in Carolina, which was week six. Mm-hmm. And when they won that, um, I was like, all right, this, this team can be good. Uh, I think the Eagles can be really good. Now, are we talking if, if we're talking like, you know, deep into the playoffs, good. I'm going to have to see more than what I've seen, but I don't
1: want well, yeah, to rain on the brain. This is fire, out. This has been outstanding. fire Tickets. But right now, that's how good they are. There's There are not a lot of good teams in the league right now. It's, it's you know, it's only been two weeks. Yeah, it's 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 September,
2: you know. Wake me up when September ends. Isn't that a pop culture reference? That is a pop okay. culture
1: reference. Do you have any idea what the pop culture reference is? H, HBO used
2: to have their promo, and they had that song, Wake Me Up When September Ends. Yeah. Um, I know it's a song. I, I don't know who sings it.
1: It's a band that uh, once covered a Green no, Day Joy song. Yeah. Oh, so. okay. Big pull out of you. I'm right, doing my best. Could you name another Green Day song, or an album title, or a name, or a member of the band? Could you give me one other thing about Green Day?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the Eagles had a great game tonight. Okay. I. I mean, no. I. I... I probably can't. I I know the song we uh, that them them Mount Joy covered, but no, I I can't give you much else on on Green Day.
1: Okay, you, you did your best, Marissa. Anything any anything, anything to add on Green Day? So I actually was like, oh, my gosh, I know so much about Green Day. And now I'm blanking <laughs> too. <laughs> so, Zach, well, we did wake you up in the middle of the night. I'm in the uh, wake podcast. me up when September ends, right? <laughs> no. um, Yeah. So I got to be on Zach's side because I currently at the moment cannot. That was like eighth grade for me. So, yeah. yeah. Big middle school uh, Green Day fan. <laughs> okay. So. Okay, back to Eagles. You know, I was. I all right. Oh, yeah. I forgot you can't hear. Oh, her. yeah. Sorry. She said she uh, she's with you. She she okay. she has a lot to say about Green Day, but she can't remember it. Got so you. she sympathizes with
2: you. Hey, I'm sorry we woke you up. I was I was in the bathroom before this, and and uh, and there was another writer in there, and he's like, "What you're doing a podcast now?" And yeah, he's like, "People are listening at two at, at two a.m." I said, "You'd be surprised. We
1: have a loyal audience." So. We have people. I'm, I'm going to hop in again. We have people in Hawaii, Australia.
2: Just, let's talk Eagles.
1: Marissa says we have people in Hawaii and Australia um, I and forget. the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. We got people, I think Vancouver. Um, We got people listening from all over. So lots of sickos out there. Lots of sickos out there, Zach. I appreciate it. And all that's them. why we asked you to record people in the bathroom. That'd be weird. Um. All right. Let's let's uh. Okay. Still let's, let's go through. Let's okay. go through the offense. Let's go through the possessions. Um. Where are the possessions. Yeah. Why not? There weren't that many. Uh. Okay. So things start off. They get the ball and they go right down the field. Eleven plays. Eighty-seven yards. Uh. I guess eighty-two yards after a penalty. Uh. For a touchdown. You talked about. Um. They went. They went on tempo on this drive. Mm-hmm. Uh. The Eagles in this game tilted much heavily. Much more. Towards uh, eleven personnel, they were very heavy eleven personnel in this game, um, and stuck with that throughout. And often went empty, and often did, did a little bit empty. There were yeah, there were a few really nice uh, design. Now that that opening drive, the Vikings were playing in in sort of like a very passive two man shell. It seemed like, um, but there were a few nice little wrinkles to the game plan that I really liked in this game from the Eagles. There was uh, that 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 one set where they went. Two plays in, in or twice in three plays, that little Jalen Hurts pump and then the the handoff, which was, I think, taking advantage of, of the Vikings doing a bit of a mush rush uh, at that point to, to stop Jalen Hurts from running. Um, the, the design on the Quez Watkins long touchdown was really nice, I thought. Um, so kudos to Nick Sirian and Shane Steichen on that front. But the opening drive set the tone, and then uh, the Eagles – well, we'll get to the defense after that, but the Eagles go – uh touchdown punt touchdown punt touchdown field goal in their six first half possessions and they only had they only had uh two three and outs so even in the second half when they didn't score any points they were moving the ball you know there was the blocked field goal uh, and then their two other punts had had first downs in them so um i don't know the the offense is i mean the way Jalen Hurts played the the offense was cooking as you as you respond to uh, our so, editor for a uh, yes. uh, and Hurt's story that you have filed
2: yes um yeah and you know i, I specifically asked uh, Sirianni um about that opening drive uh because i thought the the script was outstanding right and i mean obviously it was a per you know they uh like casablanca level or <laughs> no they, they, the the checks in uh, the opening script was was working well Sirianni – says they have to clean up the penalties, right? They still got it moving in. Something that stood out to me, and this this I imagine was by design was they spread the ball out and that drive. Four different players caught passes. Um five if you include a, a you know the uh, penalty that was that was uh, nullified mm-hmm. they had they had eight guys catch passes um throughout the game but a big topic this this week like we know as as we discussed was the target share and it was more evenly distributed. Devonte Smith had the first target of the game.
1: Um, you know yes, that you you, you you, you chest puffed right away. I did no not doubt. chest
2: puff right away. They, they you uh, hooted they, and hollered. They, I certainly did not hoot and holler. That you is, your clothes of, off. that would be very weird. Okay. Um, and uh, um, that was obviously by design as, as Devonte said, you know, and then, uh, and just, you know, a, uh, uh, I'll put it this way Quez Watkins did not have a target last game, comes out of this game with a, with with two catches and a touchdown. Devontae Smith matches his career high with seven catches. So across I the didn't board, realize that. Yeah, across the board, just really getting these guys involved, but you saw that from the opening try. Did a, I did a here's a here's a huge flex,
1: Zach. I did a I did a hit on the serious fantasy show mm-hmm. this afternoon. And they asked me, well, you know, people people playing D- DFS tonight, two games, give me like a, give me like a sleeper. Is it going to be Kenny Gainwell? Is it going to be Boston Scott? I said, no. Oh, it's going to be Quez Watkins. If somebody's going to hit a big play, it's going to be Quez Watkins. Well, Quez Watkins, two for 69. Nice. And a touchdown. Helped him out. Somebody somewhere was driving, listening, and thinks, wow, that guy knows what he's talking about. And, boy, are they wrong. If you read your stuff, you know what you're talking about. Y- you know? You uh... – for the three-man roster.
2: Yeah. Three roster predictions, yeah.
1: Well, you know, three in a row is pretty good. But uh, okay, any other thoughts on the 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 first half offensive performance? Um. So yeah, two things
2: jumped to mind. First off, the you you mentioned it the the run that Jalen Hurts had the second touchdown run, uh, just so impressive. Beautiful. You know, when he got to when he got past the ten yard line, I thought he was gonna, uh. Step out of bounds, right? And he he could have. He actually turned he inside. It, yeah. And he, you know, he he initiated contact, spun through, reached out. Terrific play. The first touchdown run, Nick Siriani said it reminded him of the run against the Saints last year.
1: Yeah, he did that little plant with the yeah. with the lead foot and then uh, cut back inside. So those are, you know, I
2: I thought the the pass to Quez Watkins, uh, outstanding play. Yes. Uh and I mean, are, are, are we on the defense yet or we're just no, we'll
1: save the defense
2: Okay, in, in, entirely on the offense? I, I thought, uh, yeah, the only blemish I, I would say is they were penalized too often. And you pulled up the quote um, that you asked him last year about the illegal man downfield. And it, it did three seem, times in one game. It seemed the officials were trigger happy on, on that call because they. Yes. They, or I, I shouldn't use that term. They were flag happy on that call because uh, they did the same thing. Kind of ridiculous. With the, with the Vikings.
1: Yeah. I think uh I think Bill Barnwell tweeted out one of the like one of the dots of Landon Dickerson being like a yard downfield. He got called twice. Um yeah, I think I mean it was clearly like an emphasis for them coming to this game but uh you know, god god forbid a couple offensive linemen are a yard and a half downfield instead of one yard downfield. A little ridiculous, but they got to get it cleaned up. Um yeah, there were a couple other plays that were that were called back. Uh, there was a, yeah, that, that completion rolling to his left, uh, to Quez Watkins, where, where he drags his feet. Um, that was a big boy throw and that one got called back for, I believe a my lot of hold, but, um, yeah, the penalties are, are something they need to get cleaned up. And
2: on, on, on that opening drive, is, as I look over it, the 19 yard pass to AJ Brown, which is huge third and 13 there, right? When you're in third and 13, that's, that's obviously a low probability play hits AJ. Um, and, uh, you know, AJ being your your legit number one receiver there, uh, and then as I I, I look through here, I, I always harp on third downs. You know, I I thought they were really good all night on on third down. They even had had one called back from an offensive pass interference that was a questionable call. I was listening to the telecast in my ear, and Troy Aikman said he didn't like that. I'm looking here, Eagles seven of thirteen on the night on third downs, and probably a few in the. Um, in the fourth quarter skewed that uh, I I have to go through, but yeah, I, I mean if you're converting over fifty percent of your third downs, that's a good sign.
1: I'm gonna go through my uh, my quote sheets here, see if there's anything Jalen Hurts said that we need to talk about. You were in there, anything he said? I was. So he it actually looked said, like he was ready. He would look like he was ready for a like a like a wedding, the way that he was dressed. A little black tux black, yeah, um, type, type deal. So so Got he had dancing
2: shoes. So he had Monday night football on his mind. Um, the Monday night football game he had on his mind, was the game last fall against the Dallas Cowboys. The last time they played mm. on Monday night football, the Eagles lose by 20 points. He said he has not forgotten that. So, uh, making Bulletin up for that material for himself, um, but, uh, asked him what he was most pleased about with his performance. And he said, he could tell me what he was displeased about. And that was the way they ended Yeah, um, the game. And then, uh, yeah, he, he, he said, you know, uh, he didn't say, you know. I'm trying to think here. Uh, his, his, he looked his, like a penguin
1: in the black and white, you know. I
2: didn't think he looked like a penguin, I thought he looked sharp.
1: He, he Jane don't... does a good penguin waddle, 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 waddle. That's what she,
2: yeah. Sloan does too,
1: yeah. Um, nah, he's he... got some good animal, uh. Back and forth is going on in the house right now.
2: He didn't have there's, there's bugs in here. Uh,
1: yeah, because we're the only light in the <laughs> yeah, stadium, and there's sure. the bugs that were outside are coming in. Uh, he
2: did not have. I, I thought the most interesting thing from Hertz's press conference was the tone that he struck. It wasn't, I told you so, it wasn't, man, I'm, 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 I'm rowing right now. It was yeah, we need to get better
1: and uh, yeah he's not gonna give he's not gonna give anything interesting in an interview like that. The interesting things he gives are the are the, the celebrations that he gives like after a touchdown. He um, did tweet when that he finally like releases that that energy. What did he tweet? He did tweet you would appreciate his punctuation. was it like a drill tweet?
2: No Hertz comma donut question mark
1: with a wink. what? what? What a weird tweet out of him. (laughs) What? That's so unlike him. And it's also so unoriginal. (laughs) The Hertz Donut. Mm. Have you ever had a Hertz Donut? Hertz Donut? Yeah. No, is that a thing? (laughs) Hertz Donut. No. That's the joke. You never had that in the playground? No. Someone punches you in the arm after you said, have you ever had a Hertz Donut? Oh no, I did not. No? Yeah. Jeez. With six brothers or, or five it, siblings that never you never had the, the Hertz Donut? Honestly, if it, it it was more like,
2: you know, we wouldn't uh preface a push or a shove with you would just something go like that. Right yeah. At? It's like you hard foul and then they come at you mm. and yeah. Um yeah, there was it was more like that. It wasn't some some cheesy which line. of
1: the bourbon uh brothers or sisters did you personally have the most uh altercations with um probably Matt and Alex or
2: Nick I I don't know I <laughs> I wow. was
1: Sounds like there were a lot
2: Yeah Well, I mean in basketball I was I was a bit of a dirty player sometimes. Oh you were and okay. I, I wouldn't say dirty I was like uh
1: purposely like throwing elbows
2: yeah, yeah, or just like just you know uh Grabbing and and pushing and shoving, um, and I I would say if it's a foul, call it right. And then (laughs) and then then when they call it, I'm like, oh, you're calling a foul on that, right? Like this is pickup basketball, and you're calling a foul. So a lot of that, trying to compensate for not being as good. Anyways, let's talk about the Eagles' defense, should we?
1: Well, let's if we're gonna if we're gonna transition to the defense, we'll go to break first. Okay. Is there anything else that you need to say about Jalen Hurts or the offense?
2: Uh, Devonte, we we mentioned that rebound game. Thought Miles Sanders quietly had an impressive game. Some some really good runs. Uh, thought the the line played decently. 17 carries for yeah. 80
1: yards for uh, Miles Sanders. Four I, for 19 for Boston Scott. Two for seven for Kenny Gainwell. I th- Sanders yeah. also had three catches for a whopping six yards.
2: I thought Jalen often had time. The three sacks can be misleading because some of those were like uh, runs that he was he was sacked behind the line of scrimmage on almost. Is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I thought the line played well. I thought uh, – uh, I mean, Shane Steichen deserves credit. This was, this, this was a well-called game. So Yeah, I'd say so. I would
1: say big picture, just zooming out. I mentioned this before. Through two weeks, the Eagles third in the league in EPA per drive behind the Chiefs and Dolphins. But both of those teams are, are uh, buoyed by monster performances. The Dolphins this week, the Chiefs last week. As I said, the Eagles, the only team in the league with two top 10 performances uh, through through two weeks. Uh, Jalen Hurts, fifth in the league in EPA per dropback, according to True Media. And uh, as I said before, uh, went from having the lowest dot in the league last week to uh, the ninth deepest in this game. So he is winning in multiple ways. And uh, the offense the offense has been very good. So. That's the most important thing in the NFL. And right now, they're doing a very good job. Two weeks, we'll see. All right, let's take a little break, come back, and talk about the defensive performance and a Melvin Melvin Melvining under the lights once again. Two and 10 on Monday Night Football.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? All right,
1: Uh, Zach, the Eagles defense, obviously uh, the more maligned of the two units, Uh, a performance last week that looked pretty ugly. They gave up the third best offensive performance in the week to the Lions last uh, week. Tonight, a little bit different. Seven points against uh, the Melvins, the fight in Melvins. Three turnovers, three interceptions, two of them from Darius Slay. Darius Slay spent um, a lot of time Lining up against Justin Jefferson, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't exclusively like that. Justin Jefferson saw a bunch of different coverages, but Jefferson finishes with only six catches for 48 yards. Kirk Cousins, uh, the leading rusher for the Vikings in this game, and something of a surprise, but 27 of 46 for 221 and one touchdown. Uh, the red zone defense, which was so bad last year and so bad last week, they bucked up in this game, uh, two of those interceptions coming in the red zone. The pressure was uh, was definitely better. Not great. There were only two sacks, but those interceptions came in large part because of the pressure that was in Kirk Cousins' face. I think it, was, it would be fair to say that um, given the opponent, this was probably the best defensive performance we've seen from a Jonathan Gannon unit by EPA per drive it was their third best and the other two last year were uh the Jared Goff game the 44 to 6 and i think the uh, giants game okay. one of the giants games from last year so yeah i mean i give the, i give the defense so much credit
2: I start with the personnel right cuz they're the ones out there making plays um and then the gannon uh fifth
1: best game of the year uh through uh League wide in these first two weeks mm-hmm. by by any defense, they
2: were so much more aggressive. You talk about the interceptions, but in addition to that, just the pass breakups here. Like I'm I'm looking at the the passes defended stat. I I know that 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 can sometimes be uh, nebulous, but five passes defended by, by, by Darius Slay. that, that shows you, he was
1: all over the place, you know,
2: James Bradbury had a, a PBU on a third down TJ Edwards had a PBU on, on the third down Maddox. Yeah. We spoke on Friday about how uh, the Eagles can't be they the, how the rush needs to marry the coverage and you, you can't be playing off when the quarterback gets, gets, gets rid of the ball quickly. And how third down in, in, in red zone situational football that needs to improve. Well, the Vikings tonight, four of 12 on third down, one of four in the red zone. I, I mean, that tells you the story of, of this defense. The three takeaways, um, they were getting pressure. Uh, they had a good plan, they, they put it in, in place. You, you saw blitzes, you saw tight coverage. You saw aggressiveness. You, you saw different packages from the defense. Um, just so impressed with this group. Bottled up the run, disrupted Kirk Cousins. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it was a situation where Jonathan Gannon was like keeping stuff in his pocket for week two, but there definitely were, were changes from week one to week two. And Gannon, he, you know, he, he, he put his money where his mouth was. He, he, he told you what they need to do better and they did it better and it came through today. And Hurts is going to be the story as he should. But um for all the heat that was on Gannon, uh, you know, some of that needs to come off because
1: his his group played played very well. Thing that you're saying to Denis? Well I think like a conversation between the two of you or far be it for
2: me to pick a fight with the with with Dennis. I mean he 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 uh affected my weekend. Um we'll get to that. We don't have to do that tonight. We can save that for later. No chance. Um Darius Slay was a star tonight. Uh and you know the, the more you put last year and this year together, you wonder like what the heck was happening in 2020. Yeah. Right? Um he he wanted this matchup against Jefferson. You saw him manned up um a decent amount and they couldn't complete a pass on him. He said he should have had three interceptions. He had two uh before the second interception. He came up slowly on that play. The Eagles actually sent Zach McPherson out uh, or onto the field and Slay waves him off. Yeah, kicked and, in
1: a little Duprees.
2: And says, uh, says he, he wants to be out there and then gets the interception. Um, the first interception, he brought it over to James Harden. He said after the game, he actually uh he he didn't know Harden was here until he saw it on the jumbotron. He Said Harden's one of his, his favorite players, so he wanted to do that. And then the second interception, he wanted to give that to his son because Jefferson's one of his favorite receivers. So uh that's kind of the distribution for where those balls go. Poor Jalen Rager. <laughs> but just awesome, awesome game from from Darius Lay. His true number one cornerback. And look, that that trade is aging exceedingly well. We don't need to do a a relitigation on the trade yeah, tonight. it's true. But Man, I mean, he is like he is—he's what you want in a top cornerback, in the sense that he wants to go up against top receivers, and he answered the
1: bell. He was great tonight. He was fantastic. He was a—he—he—you uh, know, bright lights were on and he shined. Um, he was great. There's 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 not much else to say. You talked about the uh, the blitz aggressiveness from Jonathan Gannon. Just a, a little peek at the numbers. Eagles 29th in blitz rate last year. Uh, they are 12th through two mm. weeks of the season. They were 25th in blitz rate on first and second downs last year, up to 15th this year. And they were 27th in blitz rate on third down last year, up to sixth, tied for sixth through uh, two weeks of the season. We're dealing with very small sample sizes, but uh, that is a bit of a, a bit of a tendency breaker. Now, there were, I think, two plays in this game – uh, when things could have started to get a little bit nervy for the Eagles, one was a deep pass to Irv Smith, mm-hmm. um, left sideline, left sideline. A play that uh, it was kind of a weird play because he looked like he was about to get hit. I believe it was Josh Schwett coming around the edge, and of okay, and uh, I think Chauncey Gardner Johnson was a little bit thrown off that the ball came out as well as it did. It looked like it should have been maybe interception, but uh, intercepted. But he mistimed it, and uh, or it, like it hit Irv Smith right in the hands. It would have been a walk-in touchdown, and he dropped the ball. Um, so that uh, that was a big play in the game. And then the other was the blocked field goal. Uh, Patrick Peterson coming around the edge blocks a field goal. It could have been a touchdown, but Aaron Sipos making a big play in the open field, uh, setting up the uh, Vikings on their like thirty. And then uh, of course Melvin threw an interception. So. Those, those were the two big plays in which I think things could have gotten a little bit away from them. Agreed. Both were, I mean, yeah. Uh, the, yeah, uh, that wasn't much of a like a, okay. a statement that needed an okay, agreement yeah. or a disagreement.
2: Yeah. See, there were two questions to Sirianni about that Sipas play. Agreed. After the game. Um, it
1: was an important
2: play. I still think the Eagles would have won.
1: Well, probably, but I don't know if you watched hmm. any football yesterday. You know, crazy things can happen. In the in the National Football League. Yeah,
2: cover your ears, Marissa. <laughs> She's not
1: on camera. I, so, I you know, know, I know. I was, it was a
2: phrase, right? I remember after uh no, I don't
1: know. Get down. It's too late. You gotta start. You started it, you gotta finish it. It's a touch move here. <laughs> no, um well You remember when?
2: Which movie was it with the earmuffs? was it? There's something about Mary? Old school. Old school? Yeah, old school. Um my wife's going to ask me, how is it that you didn't get home until 4 a.m and I'm going to say Bo can't keep the microphone
1: in mm. his computer. okay well you're lucky you get to go home and go to sleep. I still got to write the day <laughs> yeah. after.
2: I'm on radio at 8: 10 tomorrow, so oh I'll tough life. And... <laughs> oh
1: poor guy <laughs> I'll be oh, and... I'm on radio at 10 a.m at 8 a.m 8 a.m. Yeah. you're not sleeping that late anyway. that's true. It's no skin off your back that's true. Plus you're getting paid we don't need to go down this path. well i mean you know <laughs> um so uh you were talking about the blitz rate before yeah we
2: already went over that okay uh we talked about sled i thought
1: uh i thought i thought the defense in general had a bit of that um rabidness to it tonight that that we haven't seen from a jonathan gannon unit um They were rallying to the ball. I thought there were some big hits. Marcus Epps had a big hit in the open field. Uh, T.J. Edwards looked – yeah, I mean, I don't think they can hear us right now. though. Okay. Are we good? Okay. Thumbs up? Marissa says thumbs Thumbs
2: up. up. All right, yeah. Uh, I I thought
1: anecdotally this was the best the defense has has looked under Gannon. I
2: agree. I agree. And and I got to say selfishly, listening to the call, there were a few opportunities in there for – for Joe Buck to mention the Marcus Epps story, right? I mean, Epps made a few plays there, and I was thinking, and then I don't know I how many of you guys say, have
1: seen Love and Basketball, but this is <laughs> Love and Football on the field. Check out Bo Wolf's story on Marcus Epps and Omar. Epps. I was thinking, Joe, you could slip this in, and then
2: Troy would just talk a little too long there, get to the next mm. play, and there goes my opportunity. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's
1: okay. Okay. Uh, All right, let's take uh, our our last break and come back. We'll get into Swooper, we'll get into Zach's honeymoon and whatever else uh, nonsense he wants to talk about.
0: Victorinox, the makers of the original Swiss Army knife, have been a reliable companion for life's everyday challenges, mastering functionality, innovation, iconic design, and uncompromising quality with its products. The Victorinox Swiss Army knife provides you with all the things you don't think about until you need it tweezers, a screwdriver, and even a corkscrew. With the Victorinox Swiss Army Knife, you can be prepared to master everyday life. You can find Victorinox Swiss Army Knives at Dick's Sporting Goods. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
1: Well, we're back on of friends. Uh, you know, it's three in the morning. What are you going to do? You're here. Zach's here in the prison of his own making. It's tough. All right, Zach, so... Uh, how did you sleep this weekend given the events of Friday's show?
2: I was disappointed in myself. Um yeah, I was I was very disappointed in myself from uh uh because I feel like I, I betrayed my uh sorry at at, at this hour I, the the words don't come as quickly. Uh I betrayed my ethos, right? Like mm. and and as I Big ethos be- guy. As I did some uh some some googling on that strategy, that's exactly what the dollar bid is supposed to do it's supposed you know and i got I got too excited where where my game is always you know be patient, have the longest view in the room and and so i was I was frustrated that I got a little too uh got a little too trigger happy there and um, and so yeah, if you're gonna lose lose all. I mean, lose your own way. Right. And I didn't, I, I didn't lose my way. So frustrated by that, but I will be better for it. And
1: uh... well, Zach, you know, you beat yourself up, but you went, you went hundred percent on your swoopers this week. You had Jalen Rager has at least one catch and Devante Smith has a touch or target on one of the Eagles. First two plays. You hit the Devante one. Jalen Rager won. He gets a handoff for a first down early in the game. It's getting down to it in the fourth quarter. I go to P really quick, and I get a text from you. You were you were saying, you know what? I'm not even paying attention to Super this week. Uh, you know, whatever you're saying, Bo, I'm not really, really I'm not really following yeah. it. I leave for one second, and I get a text from you that says Jalen Rager! So uh, first, you of all, know, I didn't have exclamation you you point, are,
2: and I was giving I, the the text was regarding.
1: Um, did it have
2: an exclamation point? Uh, let's see. Rager, yes, it did. Rager, okay. exclamation point! Yeah. You liar! Yeah. So uh, no, I I misremembered what I wrote there, but uh, it was really it was just about Joe and Rager having a catch against his phone. No, team. it wasn't. It, it, it didn't have swooper implications. Zach,
1: you're off camera. I'm back on camera. Sorry. You that was absolutely about super implications. You are lying. <laughs> Um, but I don't blame you in any event. Uh, so that's two for you. Marissa had two and she had there are at least five rushing touchdowns in the game did not happen. And Miles Sanders has the longest run of the game that uh, went to Jalen Hurts. So uh, a tough over for Marissa. I had eight thanks to my uh, just. Perfect play on the increasing all bid auction. Devontae Smith has at least two catches. Correct. Jack Stoll has a catch. Did not happen. There are, uh, well, one of the Vikings players named Jalen, whose last name ends with, basically Jalen Naylor plays more snaps than Jalen Rager. I haven't looked this up, but I don't believe that that happened. There are two or more lead changes in the fourth quarter. Didn't happen. Hassan Reddick has at least a half a sack. Didn't happen. Kirk Cousins throws at least five touchdowns didn't happen. The end zones will be painted with the new Eagles wordmark, even though the jerseys still have the old one. That did happen, and so it looked like, Zach, we were going to have a tie until one of the very last plays of the game. Actually, I believe it was the last play mm-hmm. of the game. Your boy, Josh Sweat, comes up with a sack of Kirk Cousins so that there are how many? How many what? There are how many? Oh, five sacks. Five, five yeah. Yeah. sacks in the game. A win for me. Two skins for Bo Wolf. An early, an early lead. Credit to you. You, I you, agree. Credit to me. Credit you played it
2: better than I did. Yeah,
1: that's correct. That's true. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for tipping your cap but, and uh, keep that in mind. All right. Um, anything else to uh, to get to from this game, Zach? No, this is the precise thing that you don't like about the late night yeah. pods when I'm trying to drag it on. So th- as we get into the three o'clock hour, we opened with this, but I do think that this game makes
2: you think about the 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 ceiling, the realm of possibilities for the Eagles. You did a good job outlining it today. I thought in our uh, email exchange that I would suggest go and read it, but it's a bit outdated now that yeah, the game occurred. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but uh basically, saying in so many words that this is like a, a litmus test game for the Eagles. This this game will reveal a lot about them, and it does reveal a lot about them. And now you look at the schedule, and I, I do think
1: uh, Josh Sweat three tackles for loss. Yeah,
2: the uh, that that Washington offense has some juice. Like I, I I know Carson Wentz is is the butt of jokes, but that Washington offense has some juice. Nonetheless, the Eagles are, are going to be favored. I saw the early lines. Before it had Eagles as road favorites, and I gotta imagine that's only gonna be bolstered now after tonight's performance. Then they got the Jags, who actually look good in, in Indianapolis at Arizona, home against Dallas, home against the Steelers, at the Texans, right? Like you know, uh home against the Commanders at the Colts. Yeah, it's ugly. This is they, they have I said. the opportunity to get the one seed to make a run, right? Uh and so look you 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 have to show up every Sunday, I get it um, but when Jalen that so
1: for dancing with the stars, and I think I recognized one person, two
2: there's no one in the press box anymore looking over there
1: um yeah when when Jalen
2: plays like this, when the defense plays like this, uh when the home crowd is like this to, to borrow mm. a boat wolf there um. This is going to be. They are going to be a tough out every single week, and there aren't going to be many games when there are not going to be many games when they go in as as underdogs this season.
1: So, that yeah, means you're going to need a new title for your book when they win the Super Bowl.
2: Well, they might be underdogs in the Super Bowl, right? Underdogs part two. Which, by the way, uh, I I should say if if you're listening here, um, and there's going to be a lot of people listening on the audio version. I've gotten a few emails about it, and it's absolutely still the case that if you bring a book or you're interested in a book at a game this season, I will find time after inactives come out before um, the the kickoff, probably about 30, 40 minutes before kickoff to sign it. I'll meet you in this stadium or a different stadium. So happy to do that still.
1: Will you sign body parts?
2: No, that's kind of, I mean, who would want me to sign a body part? I don't
1: know. I don't know what the sickos want. (laughs) Just yeah. ask. I'm gonna I'll, get the terms out now. I'll
2: sign next to the title page of the book.
1: What if? What about if someone drew, uh, like a doodle of a body part inside the book on that title page? Would you sign that? Um, no, that be I, I don't know. That's an
2: odd hypothetical, not one I need to ponder at three or nine a.m.
1: Again, we gotta get the terms out. We gotta okay. we gotta hammer That's... these details yeah. down.
2: Uh, we'll discuss that a email. No. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, Zach. Uh, condensed week for the Eagles. What's the, uh, what's the schedule moving forward here? Yeah, so they're back to work on Wednesday. and we'll, be,
2: we'll, we'll still have stuff. Make sure you check out. I have an article out now. Bo will have his day after tomorrow and also Bo's power rankings. I'll, I'll uh, pump up Bo for that. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then Wednesday, the Eagles are back at it. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then they're down – in your favorite stadium in, in Landover, Maryland mm-hmm. next week against the Commanders. Uh, and can we say Carson Wentz week, or is that reserved for when the, no, the commanders
1: visit in November? well speaking of Melvin's, did we spend enough time on Kirk Cousins like being a being a total dope in this game? He played like a ding dong. Yeah, not a good car. I think their defense curve. deserves credit. They they did a good mm-hmm. job with rushing with coverage, and the combination made it tough for us. We will watch it. We will have a lot of good conversations. There will be a lot of good coaching going on, and then get right back to work and just try to fine tune everything. So I, I
2: was actually thinking about Kirk Cousins. I was on a walk today. I was on a walk today listened to a podcast. Disappointing um, performance. It was uh, the Ryan Fitzpatrick podcast with uh, part of my take. And um, and I played like
1: Andy Bernard.
2: Fitzpatrick was talking about the importance of the quarterback being, I think the term he used, like the dude, you know, like a guy who can sit in the locker room and interact with everybody. And he he juxtaposed it against um, some of these quarterbacks. He he said these these quarterbacks would have like private offices. And I remember that storyline that came out about Kirk Cousins, how he mm-hmm. had his own cubicle. Oh, the. yeah.
1: Oh, yes. And he wanted, and he also wanted a bubble for being on the backs <laughs> yeah, yeah. So So, uh, so yeah. I, I don't understand. Why can't I just got my
2: own little igloo? So, so that made me think about uh, Kirk. Uh, I didn't even think about Kirk Cousins. In any event, That's not cool. a good performance tonight. I thought Kirk Cousins was was was, was going to be much more efficient against this defense, and this defense was ready
1: for him. That's for sure. Two and ten on Monday Night Football, Kirk Cousins. What do you attribute that to? Uh that's
2: a good question. I, I haven't thought well enough that I, I don't have a cogent answer for you.
1: <laughs> it's a good good uh pull quote for the podcast. <laughs> I don't
2: have a cogent answer yeah. for you.
1: Yeah. yeah. I would attribute it to him being not very good, but neither here nor there. And how about Justin Jefferson? This idea that he was gonna like. He had some uh, big post game press conference planned if the Vikings won. Did you see that? I saw, was it Kyle Brandt who tweeted that?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to give credit where it's, it's a too. little aggressive. Yeah. I mean, it didn't come to fruition. It would have been interesting. What do you think
1: it was going to be? Oh, I have no clue. I mean, like, come out with Jalen Rigger on his shoulders <laughs> or something? Like,
2: yeah. I don't know. Replay the, the 2021 draft – or the 2020 draft for the Eagles. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: By the way,
2: I mean, for as as bad as as that first round was for the Eagles, they got their quarterback in the second round. I mean, uh, you'd probably delete my my uh, review of that from the archive because uh Hallie, David Taylor was all over the place making plays tonight. Kayvon <laughs> Wallace played a snap, I believe. Howie beat me on the Hurts one. So, uh, now overall, yeah,
1: things are looking good for the Eagles. They certainly are. All right. Uh, that'll do it, I guess, for this episode of Birds with Friends. For Zach and Marissa and Billy Joe, I'm Bo. We thank you for listening. We will talk to you later this week. We might be uh, m- might be a one pod week given the quick turnaround. We'll uh, we'll let you know, but we'll obviously have you covered on the athletic with everything uh, that you need. So, the Eagles go to two and zero with a twenty four to seven win over the Minnesota Vikings. It looked like they could be for real. Could be a fun year. Get excited. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. And as always, we love
0: you.